This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to Unwinding. How are we doing? It's just us today. We're going to have a little solo moment. I told you this episode was coming. Okay, I told you I wanted to make a first date episode. I want this episode to be your little pre-first date pep talk episode for whenever you need it. Maybe it's just once and maybe you just like pick everything up and then you're good to go. Or maybe you listen to this every time. Like, I don't know, do whatever you have to do. I want you to have something that you can listen to if you're ever feeling anxious about a first date or scared or just or even if you're not even if you're fucking excited and you just need to get even more excited you need to be reminded of a few things then this is your episode okay so before we get into that i like to paint the picture for you you know so it's tuesday october 18th 304 p.m i am enjoying a celsius even though i'm enjoying the flavor that i most fucking do not enjoy but it's all i had right now because i just ordered more of the ones that i liked but they're not cold so i'm doing a kiwi guava which like this i used to think this was the best one and then i tried all the other ones and i was like oh that's actually the worst one so anyway no shade to my kiwi guava it's doing its thing and we have a little water and it's a little bit gloomy outside and that is the mood for right now i got back from costa rica this week when did i get back Saturday. I go back Saturday from being home, which was so nice. But can I tell you guys what the fuck happened to me last week? Because I don't know if all of you know. Let me tell you this story, actually, because Tuesday, let me just tell you something. Tuesday was not my motherfucking day. Okay. Last Tuesday. Oh my God. A week ago. Holy fuck. Okay. So I am sick and going home. Okay. So I'm like not feeling great, feeling shitty, but like so excited to go home. So excited to see my mom, to see Ollie etc so i go to the airport and as you guys know i am now a carry-on bitch right and i've been traveling with these two carry-ons just hear me out this is important to the story i've been traveling with these two carry-ons for the last like four or five months and i've had no issues whatsoever both of them are sold as carry-ons okay shay mitchell told me that these were carry-ons and so i use them as carry-ons you know what i'm saying so anyway i am boarding okay and i'm you know just minding my own business in line i scan my little ticket and i'm like hi how are you like always have for some reason have to talk to every single person that i come across I'm like hi how are you i don't think she answered and scanned my ticket and then i was on my merry way to go into that little tunnel that then takes you onto the flight, right? So we're like in the gate. We're not like on the flight yet. So I quickly put my headphones back in right after I scanned my ticket. I don't know if everybody else is like this. I wanna know, actually DM me because even if I pause what I'm listening to, I still feel like rude speaking to somebody if I have my AirPods in. Do you know what I'm saying? Cause I feel like, I don't know. Even if I have nothing playing, I, I like take them out even if it's fucking dead silent just because 
I want them to know I'm listening. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. So anyway, I took off, I took out my AirPods, which is brave considering I've been losing them left and right in airports. Um, and by that, I mean, I lost them once and I think they were stolen. So I don't know what the fuck I'm speaking about, but anyway, I had a lot of my hands and I took them both out because I wanted to be a polite bitch. Okay. Before I got on my flight. Okay. The Celsius is hitting is hitting. Okay. So I put them back in, popped them back in my ear and I think I was listening to like Burna Boy. I'm in my Burna Boy era right now. And so I'm just like walking. I'm like two steps into the tunnel. If you're a pilot, what the fuck is that tunnel called? Let me know. Or a flight attendant. Or if you just know, let me know. So when I see somebody like flagging me down, like this man is like, oh, oh, you know. And I was like, oh, shit. Okay. I turn around. And the lady who scanned my ticket was like, just like speaking to me. And at this point, I couldn't hear her because my um, AirPods were on and Burna Boy was giving me magic in my ear. So I walk back to her and I'm like, oh, fuck, like maybe my my ticket didn't scan correctly. And so I take out my headphone and I'm like, sorry. And she's like, that's not a carry on size. And when I give you guys the tone, it's because I want you to hear the tone. okay? because tone is fucking important. And for context, I had this little tiny carry-on, this little roller carry-on, black, it's literally a fucking carry-on, and then I had the Weekender, the base Weekender in black, which you guys probably see on my stories, I literally have been taking it everywhere, everybody uses it as a fucking carry-on, because guess what, it's a carry-on, you know what I'm saying, so she's like, that's not a carry-on, just like that, and I, I was like, oh, okay, okay, we're gonna do this, all right, and so I, you know, people are like starting to board. So there's like a fucking line right behind me. And I, believe it or not, don't like to be the center of attention in that capacity. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, I was like, oh no, yeah. It, um, and the way that I'm speaking to you is my little, my friends make so much fun of me because it's my like customer service ho voice. Because it's like suddenly when I'm ordering room service or like speaking to a waiter or something, I'm like, hi, can I just, like, I don't know why that happens to me. Does anybody else? Does that happen to anybody else? Like, I can't even control it. I can't. My mom makes so much fun of me. So I was like, in my little ho customer service voice, I was like, um, I was like, no, no, this, it, it is a carry on. I, I, I take it everywhere. Like, as if she gives a fuck. I'm like, I've been traveling with it everywhere. Um, I was like, no, no, it is like, she's like, I don't care, ma'am. And I was like, I don't know what I'm more offended at right now. The fact that you're speaking to me in such a mean way. Or the fact that you just fucking called me ma'am. Like, what? And so I was like, I was so confused. This other lady's talking to me as well. She's being kinder. And she's like, that's too big. That's too big. And I was like, no, no, I, I promise. Like, I flip it on the side and it fits right under my seat. And the other, the mean lady looks at me. She goes, I don't care. And I was like, holy fucking shit, dude. You are lucky I am not in the damn mood. Because here's the thing also. Again, tell me if this is you, okay? I'm asking for a lot of feedback because I want to know. I, like, if I'm alone, it depends on, it's so situational, but if I'm alone, you're not going to catch me making a big deal. I will be, I will never be rude unless, like, someone's fucking up my mom or, like, somebody that I love. Like, then I'll go there, but I will not be rude. I also just feel like you can kill people with kindness always, you know what I'm saying? Of course there are situations, but, like, for the most part, I, you know, I talk a lot of shit, but I don't. I don't want to fight with anybody. I don't want to get into it with anybody. It's just not what I like to do, you know? But if I'm with somebody, I am way more likely to like stand up for myself 
isn't that weird? Like if I'm by myself, I'm almost kind of just like, how can I get out of this situation the fastest? Like, how can I get out of this uncomfortable situation in the fucking fastest way? Because I don't want to do this. But if I was, if I were with somebody and I know this because it's happened to me before, if I'm with somebody, it's almost like I feel safe. Like it's like the buddy system. You know what I mean? Like when we pee, we pee in packs us women you know it's the same thing it's like i need to feel like supported and so i was by my lonesome obviously and i was like i'm not gonna get into this with her right now like it's just not a way to speak to somebody you know and not that it fucking matters but i was traveling in first class and like i didn't even say that because i was like i i mean she saw my ticket first of all but i was like i know that i can like fit this you know what i'm saying i was like i know i can find room for this like my other carry-on i'm gonna post a fucking picture okay so you guys know i'm gonna post a picture when this episode goes up remind me if i forget the other carry-on is so small it it barely fits my hopes and dreams okay it's fucking tiny and i was like dude this can't like this can't be happening i was like no no she's like i don't i think she said i don't care ma'am in that fucking condescending tone to me like three times and I was about to start crying because I was just like my spiritually not there, you know? The other lady's like, can you please put it in the fitter, the sizer, whatever that thing is on the floor where you like put your carry-on and see if it fits. And so I was like, yeah, of course, of course. Like I'm like so frazzled and like upset and I'm about to start crying because I feel like I was in trouble and I hate being in trouble. So I put it on the thing, which like they didn't even let me like really fit it on there because I would have fucking fit it on there. And of course, part of like the bottom part, which if you have the weekender bag, you know the bottom part is like thicker. It's like a thicker piece of leather and it's meant to put like shoes and stuff in that little bottom compartment. I just placed it on there. Like I hadn't even fit it on it. She's like, yep, that doesn't fit. That counts as both of your carry-ons. I'm gonna have to check the other one. And I was like, no, but I always travel with this. Like I know that it, I don't care, ma'am. And that's where I was like, you know what? I, I'm fucking, I can't do this. Like pick your battles, bitch. I'm not gonna fight whatever so they checked my carry-on which was annoying just because the whole reason of traveling with a carry-on especially internationally is so that you can just fucking get off the plane you know what i'm saying and had i known i was going to check a bag i would have every time i go home and i check a bag which hasn't been happening lately because i'm in my carry-on era and i will never let anybody forget it because i'm so proud that i'm there you know oh yeah wait what was i saying oh so if i would have taken a big suitcase when i do that i always bring like presents for my mom and like for everybody in my house and I go through my closet a lot and I just like bring home tons of things that I am not wearing because I know my mom will enjoy them or somebody else will enjoy them um and we donate a lot donate a lot of stuff like I always capitalize on a suitcase because I just like fucking fill it to the like to to no end so I was like dude fuck me like if I would have known this like ugh. anyway so okay I'm frustrated I'm fucking heated because it's not what you say it's how you say it and my girl had no reason to be so fucking rude and i just anyway whatever this is just painting the picture for you of my tuesday okay and let me just say i know this is not the end of the world this is the biggest first world problem in the world but i'm just letting you know where my where i where i was emotionally okay so i'm getting on the flight and it's like 8:30 in the morning at this point and i'm sitting down with my fucking weekender bag <laughs> and i'm just kidding i love it you know it's just anyway okay i was just sitting there like so fucking heated i'm like texting kristen and i'm like oh my god i just got yelled at like i was so annoyed and of course i was like so fucking frustrated because i was like you know what makes me angry that like i just had to do that 
because I bet you they like oversold the flight or some shit and they had no room so they were just trying to like get rid of carry-ons like I get it you know or maybe she just didn't like me I don't know whatever I will never know and I kept looking at people like walking into the flight with these fucking backpacks that looks like they're about to go on a safari and they have like their whole home in there and I'm like no like I was just like, I'm not even going to look because I'm just going to get fucking pissed. So I'm just sitting there, whatever. I'm like, okay, it's fine. I'm going home. I'm so excited. Like, it's fine. This is fine. Okay, cool. I open IG and I get this notice on my phone. I would read it to you, but my phone is far. And it says, my phone started to like glitch. Like it started to like, I don't know. And I was like, oh, it's the Wi-Fi. You know, I'm getting on the plane, whatever. And then out, out of the blue, I get this notice that says, I will just never forget it. Um, it said, we... We suspended your Instagram account on October, whatever day that was. You have 30 days to like appeal this. And if not, we will completely delete your account in 30 days. And the reasoning said, I violated community guidelines slash authenticity. And then it said like, tell us if we made a mistake or some shit and like a button right and so i couldn't even think like i was seeing red just to preface this even more this is like my worst nightmare i think about this shit all the time because i see it happen to so many people where they just like lose their account for whatever reason and i'm just like terrified of it so i was like oh my god it's happening it's happening it's happening and i couldn't have clicked that button faster and it made me do like this you know those those picture things where it's like what was it it was like pick the photos that have a palm tree so i did it and then we're about to like take off too so i'm like holy fucking shit if i don't do this now um and then the other one was like they sent a code to my phone i put it in and then they said if we can confirm your identity you will get your account back within 24 hours long story short it was the longest flight of my life i was holding back tears and just could not be more anxious if i tried god bless Kristen because she was calming me down. I don't even want to get into this too much, but it's a scary thing when part of your livelihood is online. It's not about the numbers. You know, I, I think it's not about the follower count. Like, that's not even what it is. It's more so just like when you poured so much into something and seeing it like disappear for, for no reason um, and losing access to like talking to your community and just I mean I don't even have to explain it you know like I, I know you guys get what I'm saying it's a very scary thing I hate the fact that I'm not gonna say hate that's a strong word I really don't like the fact that part of what I do relies on like I'm almost at the grace of technology in a way and that's just like what it is even if I did something different I would still be working online you know what I'm saying so it's like there's kind of no way around it. I try to be as safe as possible. I try to take every single measure that I can to be safe and to not get in trouble by any means. And so it's just really frustrating, especially when you see this happen to people who don't get their accounts back, you know, and, and have to start over. And I also was holding hope because I had seen this happen to a few people and they did get their account back. So I was trying to stay calm, but like I have an anxiety disorder when something goes wrong, depending on what it is, because certain things can go really wrong and I'm able to stay calm in the midst of chaos. It's strange. But with this, I think it was so far, far out of my control that I was like, I was just catastrophizing basically all day. I was sobbing all day, not on the flight. I was holding back my tears because like I just was not in the mood to make the beautiful beautiful kind senior citizen next to me feel uncomfortable she was so sweet and I was just like you know not in a good headspace so yeah the scariest thing too was fucking like 10 minutes after this um thing popped up 
like after I did the whole picture thing, whatever, I was just sitting there. I got Wi-Fi on the flight. And it's always tricky flying from Costa Rica to Miami because sometimes I don't, sometimes they don't have the Wi-Fi, sometimes they do. So thank God they did because I was like doing damage control, trying to reach out to people that I knew this had happened to just to get help or, or anything really. I get an email from the sketchiest fucking email and it's written in in just not the best English. And it says like, oh, actually the subject line is open. And then the the, the email says, I saw, hello there. Actually, they were polite. Okay, they were, they were polite. They said, hello there. I saw your account just got deactivated. Let me know if you want it back. I can help get it back for you. But like in messy English. And I was like, holy fucking shit. Like what is going on? You know what I mean? Like what the fuck is going on? Before then I thought it was like a mistake that happens and like something got flagged for some reason and the robots online just fucking messed up like that's what I thought after this email I was like no I I was a target like (laughs) I am on some fucking list and they were trying to like I don't know what they were trying to do so anyway fast forward I landed my mom was waiting outside for me of course my fucking carry-on took like an hour to get like out of the what is that thing called Where, where the baggage claim and I like see my mom and the first thing I do like I like hug her and I just started sobbing like I was so upset and long story short i got my account back on wednesday and i'm so grateful that i did so thankful for the angels that helped me the scariest thing was i kept seeing more people like last week i probably spoke to like 25 different creators on ig that this happened to probably half of them got the same email that i did so i guess it's just you know hackers like trying to get your account for like ransom because they know content creators like this is most like a lot of our livelihood you know so that was definitely not fun but wednesday you better believe i fucking celebrated um i was so happy never been happier to have my account in my life yeah it's scary but i'm so grateful that it's back so that was my week after wednesday i had a beautiful time at home and I really did not want to leave, but I'm back, and I love being here. It's it's like a bittersweet thing. I love being home so much right now, and I also love being in my second home, which is Miami, so much. So grateful to be here, grateful to be alive, grateful to have my account back. That's it. That's my update. I have been speaking for 20 fucking minutes. I'm sorry, but that was a little story time for you. Okay, so let's get into it. So this is your episode before you go on a first date or maybe you're thinking about going on some dates or maybe you've been hesitant about going on some dates or maybe you just want to fucking hear what i have to say about going on a first date okay whatever it may be let's get into it here's where this idea came from i've been going on a few dates lately and i went on one a few weeks ago and i was like i would love i I wanted a pep talk Okay, and often I can give it to myself and I will give you one in this episode, so don't worry. But I really wanted a pep talk and I was just, I was going a little, I was a little anxious that day and I was like, fuck, I I want something to listen to that like, like while I'm getting ready, that's going to put me in the right headspace for this date. And so that's when I immediately wrote down on my notes, like I need to to write an episode for pre-first date vibes. So that's why we're here. Okay, so while I was getting ready that day, I tried to think about the different things that I would like to hear. And also I outlined this episode based on that, based on just what I do, and also based on the conversations that I have with you guys in my DMs. 
So I outlined it based on what I think would be most helpful. So you don't have to follow any of this if you don't want to. You can, if there's one thing in here that you like, amazing, take that. You know what I always say, take what you need and leave the rest. I hope there's something in here that's helpful. And if anything, I just want to continue the dialogue that speaks about dating being fun because for so long I feel like it's just this like fucking intense thing and it's just scary and there's so much pressure and like x y and z and I don't feel that way and I am really happy that I don't feel that way because I've never had more fun in my life but I know that this wasn't always my mindset so if you don't feel this way I just want to tell you that like I also didn't feel this way before you know what I'm saying so anyway okay let's get into it so you're getting ready for a first date I want to set the mood first of all okay I'm just gonna go ahead can you guys hear my fucking chair it's so loud okay I want to set the mood so I'm just gonna go ahead and assume I'm gonna boldly assume that you're going on like a nighttime date or at least something like after 5 p.m because that's generally what I do so I'm just gonna go ahead and make that assumption okay but like you can apply this as it fits so the first thing I do when I'm getting ready for a date is I set the mood. And this includes making an obligatory pre-first date drink. For my girls who drink alcohol or who enjoy alcohol, have a little glass of wine, make yourself a little, I don't know, vodka soda, maybe like not too much vodka. Like I'm not saying show up hammered. That is not the fucking vibe. But I love a pre-first date drink. It sets the vibe. I love to like sip on it when I'm getting ready, calms the nerves a little bit. I just love it. I love it. And also on dates, I don't really have rules, okay? But I typically lately, in the last few few years of my life, I've definitely broken this rule before, like definitely. But I don't like go and get hammered on a first date. You know what I'm saying? And and that is for two reasons. First of all, because actually it's just for one reason. It's mainly because well, two. Okay, two. One, because I don't I don't try to stay on dates for like 12 hours at a time. Again, I've broken this. Um, and then two, I want to be able to, what's happened to me before, and this is like maybe in my mid-20s, I would like kind of, yeah, sometimes get like drunk. And then the next day, I kind of amplified the date in my head or like the guy in my head. And then going on a second date, I was like, wait, um, I don't know what I'm doing here. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I like to have some drinks, but I don't want to get fucked up. So I like having one at home. So then when I get there and I have like maybe two max three, a bitch feels great, you know? Okay, so we have a little drink. I go into my room. I put a little music on, or I guess today you're listening to me. Hi. I put on like a cute robe and then I start getting ready. I do a little ice rolling, a little gua sha, you know, a little lymphatic drainage. I do like fresh skincare. Maybe you take a shower if you can. If like, I don't know what your day looked like, but if you can take a little shower. And if you can't take a shower, if you don't have time, I would at least recommend redoing your makeup. Okay. Unless you like just did it, obviously. But like, if that's been sitting on your face all day, let's freshen up. Okay, not as much for it to look a certain way because let's be real, men are so stupid. Like unless something looks incredibly wrong, like they're not gonna fucking tell. It's not for them, it's for you. You know, it's I want you to feel fresh. I want you to feel comfortable. I want you to feel everything. So might I suggest washing your face, doing a little skincare, do a little ice moment. So then I sit down on my vanity to get ready. I don't make the rules, okay? But I need to know. 
I need to know and I will pull this. Makeup first, then outfit. Or do you do outfit? If you do outfit first and then do your makeup, that's bravery. Unless you're wearing a complicated top, then I understand. But if not, the fuck are you doing? That's so uncomfortable, A. B, I have this like this like notion in my brain that is probably false where I feel like if I wear the outfit like by the time I leave it's not like fresh and also I feel like it's like it's like stretched out (laughs) I know that doesn't doesn't make sense but the only I will say some of my jeans are actually most of my jeans they all have something in common and that is that I wear them for two hours and they're fucking three sizes bigger I don't know why they are like that I think it's just the material I love them but like they fucking stretch so fast so I try to like not do that so anyway i do my makeup first and then i find my outfit i feel like if i try outfits on before makeup i just feel like naked you know what i'm saying like i feel weird i need the full experience of how things are actually actually going to be looking i also start to like when i'm getting ready i start to kind of think about what i want to wear you know and i have my go-to first date fits and i kind of just like adjust the fun thing about this is that since it's a first date you can literally wear the same shit you wore to like a different first date assuming you felt good and comfy because guess what my mans will never know he will have no fucking clue that you maybe just wore that last night you know but if you wore that last night maybe wash it i don't know i just went on a first date this weekend actually and i wore a variation of the same shit i wore on my last first date because i was like oh loved the top i just switched the jeans and it was fabulous okay let me say something and i hope you hear me loud and motherfucking clear i want you to wear something that you would typically wear This is like probably not the time to experience something totally new, okay? At least I wouldn't. If you, again, brave bitch, you want to do it, do it. But here's my thing. What if you start to feel like uncomfortable halfway in? You know what I'm saying? Like I think, I don't know. I think this is a moment when I want you to feel comfortable. And I think feeling confident is synonymous with feeling comfortable. And I mean that in like, a spiritual way as well like when i feel comfortable it fucking catapults into confidence and then i am my best self and i provide the best show you get what i'm saying so i want you to wear shit that you love the only thing i will say is i do hold the cleavage ever so slightly but that's because i have double d's and i love my girls so much but they are a lot you know and sometimes on a first date i just you know leave a little mystery that's what my mom always said to me leave a little mystery and i do love some cleavage but like Listen, you don't deserve that on the first date, or maybe you do. I don't know. It depends on my mood. But typically, I try to just not do that, you know? So anyway, but again, do whatever the fuck you want. If you want to go full cleave, go full cleave. Love that for you. We are thinking about our outfit. We are thinking about something that we feel comfortable in, something that maybe we've worn before. You know what I think about when I'm getting ready? I don't do anything fucking different. Like, I, it's almost like I'm just getting ready to go to like, a birthday dinner for one of my best friends you know like i'm kind of a simple bitch in the sense that i don't do no crazy eyeshadow i don't know how to do it really i don't wing my eyeliner because i don't wear eyeliner because again i don't know how to do it and i feel like personally for me and my face my eyes just less is more you know i just go ham on the mascara i like to do a little actually i do do eyeshadow but i by eyeshadow i mean i just like contour my lids with bronzer so that's not really eyeshadow but that's all i do i go ham though um and yeah so i just like i just keep it simple i do my makeup the way that i would do it for like a nice dinner with my bitches you know nothing less nothing more so okay there's one more thing we got to check in before i start to give you a pep talk and these will kind of overlap okay i don't want to hear you saying or thinking or texting your 
your your group or your best friend I don't want to hear anything along the lines of oh I have a first date I don't want to go I'm not in the mood I don't feel like going what if this what if that I don't want to hear this kind of negativity okay and here's why you are setting yourself up like if you are at this point like at this point bitch we are going okay so instead can we just like flip the script even if we're lying to ourselves like can we just say I'm going on a date I'm going to have a great fucking time. I'm so excited to get all cute and to go on this date. Like, I just want you to say this out loud because you know what? Dating is supposed to be fun. And I'm probably going to say that 27 times in this episode. It's supposed to be fun. It's a lot of things. It can be annoying and hard and frustrating and whatever, but it's fun. And a lot of things can be true at one time. And right now, I want you to stick with the truth that your night is going to be fun, period. Because the words we say matter. Okay. The conversation I typically have with you guys regarding first dates or just being single and dating in general lately in my DMs is often surrounded by nervousness, anxiousness, fear of the unknown, fear of perception, etc. So based off that, I'm going to give you some reminders to take with you on this date and in life and in dating, and I hope they help. Okay. So take whatever you need, ignore the rest. Number one, and these are in no particular order. Number one, something that has really helped me enjoy dating and actually have fun is to level my expectations. I think where some people might get it wrong is they're immediately expecting some outcome from this first date. They're going into the first date already thinking about the second, the third, the fourth. I feel like managing your expectations in dating will be huge for you. And everybody will be different here, right? I, for one, I don't really expect anything other than I'm expecting to have fun, have some drinks, and spend an hour or two or however long with this stranger, hopefully tall and good looking, and funny, (laughs) and hopefully have a good time. Like, that's it. That's truly it. I don't future trip before a first date, and that's just, it's really helped me be at ease. So don't be afraid to ask yourself, like, what are your expectations and can we appropriately manage them so that you're not feeling so stressed or feeling so much pressure on these first dates that are truly supposed to be fun and pretty low stake, you know? I'm not like, I'm not going on these first dates hoping I meet the love of my life. You know, that's just, that's way too much fucking pressure. Also, I don't know. I, I think I need more than just like two or three shitty vodka sodas in a two-hour time period to know if this is someone who's going to be in my life for a while. You know what I'm saying? I go in literally thinking, I'm going to have some fun, talk some shit, ruin his life, and that's it. I'm just kidding. On one of those. I'm not going to tell you which one. So number one is let's level the expectations. Number two, kind of in line with the first one, but Leveling your expectations, I feel, goes hand in hand with removing any pressure off yourself and off this state. These pressures may be arbitrary and you might have internalized them from, I don't know, your family, your upbringing, where you're from, society, gender gender roles, your friends, whatever it may be. So truly ridding yourself of any pressure will just make the experience so much more enjoyable for you, for the other person, like for everybody involved. I truly feel like applying pressure to a situation has quite literally never resulted in something I'm happy with. I like things to flow. I like things to happen naturally and organically. And that doesn't mean that I'm not like taking an active role in something necessarily, 
but acting out of pressure is just not something that I like to do, you know, except work. Because when I'm under pressure, if it's something like that I have to do, I fucking thrive. Okay. But not in like, not in relationships. Like I don't, I don't want to feel fucking pressured in any way. Okay. So I feel like I truly started having fun in dating when a lot of things, but one of them being when I took the pressure off myself. I took the pressure off of having to find somebody or a few people, I'm kidding, find somebody by a certain point. You know, I took the pressure off of feeling like if I didn't go on a second date with with someone, it was either a reflection of me or it was a waste of time. Newsflash, everything is perspective. If you had fun, if you learned something new, if you learned something new that you actually don't like, that's not a waste of time. It's, it's not like you're, you're still learning, right? And I feel like eliminating timelines and pressure and expectations is one of the greatest gifts I gave to myself because I'm happier and I'm having so much more fun in my life. So I can't recommend that enough. And by the way, me saying all these things to you doesn't mean that I don't like care and that I don't want a relationship, right? Like obviously that that is a truth, but I think two things can be true at once. I can I can want to go and have fun and you know, go into things with literally no expectation, and I can also still want a beautiful incredible relationship. Both of both of these things can be true. I think it's just about like how you approach both situations. You know what I'm saying? So, okay, number 3. In the grand scheme of life, I just want to remind you, if you're feeling a little stressed right now, you going on a first date is not really a big deal. Like, let's kindergarten this shit for a second, okay? You're literally going to meet a stranger for a drink or dinner or coffee or whatever the fuck you're going to do, right? Like, in the grand scheme of life, this is a walk in the park, you know? So if you're feeling, like I said, nervous, anxious, I'm not undermining those feelings. I understand those feelings, and I think being nervous for a date is also fun, It's like you're feeling something. You're alive, bitch. Like, that means you're, like, a little excited. It's fun. And it's fun to feel all this shit. Like, it's okay. You know, I just don't want you to make it a bigger deal than it has to be. Lower the stakes. It's really not that serious. Like, nothing catastrophic is going to happen. Hopefully. You know? (laughs) Always tell your friends where you're going. Put your location on. Be safe. I don't have to say that. You guys are smart bitches. So, you're going to get to know another human over drinks or food And a few hours later, you're going to be home. Okay? Period. That said, I was talking to my friend Jess, who has like such a relaxed, low-key, fun approach to dating. She gives no fucks, and she has so much fun. And something she said to me was, you know, if you work in corporate America, and if you've been through a few rounds of interviews, you can most certainly go on a date and be okay. And the more you do it, also, the more comfortable you're going to feel. And that's so true, right? Like, it's true with anything in life. And she also said, which brings me to reminder number four, that being anxious or nervous or scared about this first date or maybe the way they will perceive you, which I will get into shortly, that's just giving the date more weight and putting more stakes into it and making it feel like this huge deal and therefore applying more pressure to the situation. And that's something that we're not trying to do. No, that's something that we're trying not to do. Did I say it right? Anyway, so I know this might be easier said than done, you know, just to like flip a switch and suddenly not care and not be nervous, which is not what I'm saying, by the way. I get nervous AF as well, but I allow the part of me that says this is going to be fun. You're going to be fine. I'm so excited. Can't wait to have some drinks and talk shit. 
I let that part be louder. I let that part take up more real estate in my mind over, I'm so nervous, I don't wanna go, what if this happens, what if we don't vibe, what if X, what if Z, whatever. Like, I don't give that room. And even if maybe I'll have thoughts about it because I'm not a robot, you know? I don't don't know if you knew, but I'm not. I wouldn't, I'm not gonna verbalize that shit. I'm not gonna make it realer. I'm not gonna give it room in my day. I'm not gonna give it a moment. So remember, the more you do it, the chiller it'll feel. I can't say that word. If you're nervous, that's okay. I was reading a Forbes article the other day and I loved it. Like I just, I felt so badass just saying that sentence. I was reading this article in Forbes. Um, it was about relabeling anxiety because that's an episode that I'm working on right now. And they mentioned how the feeling of anxiety physiologically, it's pretty similar to the feeling of excitement. You know, both are a reaction our bodies are having because our bodies are preparing for action in a way. They're protecting us. So I've been doing this thing lately where I just lie to myself. I'm like gaslighting myself. And if I'm feeling really anxious about a guy or a date, I will just kind of like rewrite it as like, oh, I'm pumped. I'm excited. I'm excited about this. Because guess what? Being excited about something or someone is so fun and it doesn't have to be so serious. Like, I can be excited about a guy on a date and then maybe I never see him again. Like, that's fine. Not everything has to have so much permanence. Our feelings aren't static and our emotions aren't static. So why not just run with how we're feeling in a certain moment and then we just continue accordingly, you know? So if you're feeling nervous right now or scared or whatever it is, something negative, that's almost the same feeling as excitement. Okay, so are you excited over there? Are you feeling a little excited? That's good. You should be because dating is fucking fun. Okay, reminder number five. I'm not really going to mention how I want you to be less concerned about what this person will think about you and how I want you to be more concerned of what you think about them. I feel like we've established that already, but I also know that we're human and it's only natural to think about how we're going to be perceived, right? This could be an entire episode in and of itself. The whole concept of perception, especially as it pertains to dating. So if you want that, let me know. But I want you to truly go and see how this person makes you feel. That's all I want you to focus on. What you enjoy, what maybe you don't enjoy, see if you like them. That's it. We can't really control how we're being perceived, right? So there's no use in worrying and stressing about, oh my God, will he like my hair? Will he think I'm smart? Will he think I'm pretty? Will he this? Will he that? Like that shit is none of your business. And it's out of your control. And if you can't control it, then let's like free your mind of it, you know? Because the only part of that that you can actually control, and forgive me for being a walking motherfucking Pinterest board, the only part of that that you can actually control is how you show up and showing up as yourself and taking up the space that you want to take up. Why? Because if you're not being you, how do you expect someone to find you? You get what I'm saying? You're truly doing a disservice to yourself and quite frankly, wasting your time and this fool's time by, I don't know, putting on a show or trying to downplay something, trying to downplay certain parts of yourself or saying that you like things that maybe you don't particularly vibe with or not sharing an opinion because I don't know, whatever it is. And there's nuance to all of this, but there's just no point. I don't want you to act out of a scarcity mindset where you feel like you have to be you have to be a yes person and you have to sort of meet this person, this other person where they're at and agree to the things that they're saying or whatever, simply because 
maybe you kind of like him and you feel like oh like you don't know when you're going to meet another guy that you kind of like so you you lower what you actually want to meet them where they're at i don't want you to fucking do that that's not what we're going to do because you're an abundant bitch and an abundant bitch knows that if something is not for her if something doesn't meet the things that she is expecting she can let that go easily and fully and confidently because you know that something better is around the corner You don't hold on to shit because you're scared nothing better is going to come around. Because if you're doing that, then guess what? Nothing better is going to come fucking around. But if you let go of things with ease, you know, maybe not with ease, but if you let go of things freely, I promise you, I promise you when you free up space, that space will get filled up. You know what I'm saying? Okay. It's also kind of simple. Like if somebody likes you and if you like them, you guys will fucking vibe and maybe it leads to a second date that's it. So the more yourself you are, the better opportunity you're giving yourself to see if this person could be somebody that you could kick it with or be friends with or maybe down the line date, you know? I also feel like there's a time and place for everything, you know? I went on a date a few weeks ago and this guy was telling me about a crazy first date he had and and how he was like, you know, no shade to her, but she dropped so many bombs on me on a fucking coffee date and by bombs he meant like just like hard things she'd been through and while I love to go there you know I don't want to talk about the fucking weather I like to talk about life and I I like I enjoy conversations that have like equal amounts depth and banter I also know there's like a moment for everything and I think a first date doesn't necessarily feel like the most appropriate place or time to disclose like every single hardship you've been through that's my personal opinion I like to get to know people and I like to feel safe and then kind of open up. Again, no rules here, right? But I do think overall there's a time and place for everything. I think my last reminder will just be to ask questions, to be curious, you know, don't be afraid to say that you actually have never heard of X, Y, or Z and show interest. There's so much like beauty in that, you know, there's so much, I love that. I love when people like ask questions and I love when people are genuinely curious about something. I love telling somebody like, oh, I have no idea what the fuck that is. What is that? Like, I used to be scared of doing that. I used to be, I used to think that man, I was stupid or something. Like, I used to think I have to pretend like I know everything he's saying or else like he's not going to like, no, no, dude. Like, that's so silly. And I wish I could like shake my old self and be like, not knowing something and being curious is equally fine. You know, laugh if something's funny don't laugh if it's not, be kind, be respectful, thank this person for the date, and that's it. So that wraps up my reminders, and I don't know where you're at in your getting ready journey right now. I don't know if you're all dressed up or you're picking out an outfit. I don't know, but here's where I'm going to give you a little pep talk because sometimes I pep talk myself. Sometimes I call for reinforcements, you know, if I'm just like not in the space to give it to myself, but I will dead ass look in the mirror and be like, Oh, hello, you cute ass bitch. You are going to have so much fun tonight. You look beautiful. Let's go. Let's go have fun. Let's go have some drinks. Let's go have a good time. Like, I truly like pep myself up. You know, like, I also remind myself, I like to be intentional. We've talked about this before. So I will remind myself, like, my only intention tonight is to be myself, to be kind, to have fun, and to get to know this person. And that's it and to let them enjoy me for an hour or two. Lucky them, okay? Like, I will go off. My neighbors are probably like, oh, here she goes. Here she goes again, talking to herself. But yeah, I love a pep talk moment. I love it. I know it sounds silly, but I'm telling you, it does something, especially if you keep doing it. And I learned this whole mirror thing from Serena Kerrigan, who I fucking adore. And 
I'm telling you, she was onto something when she told us to talk to ourselves in the motherfucking mirror, okay? If you don't have a friend to call in this very moment or your friends are all busy or you just, I don't know, you're just like, bitch, give it to me, here we go, okay? I want you to listen to me when I say you look beautiful, you're going on a date. You already knew that though. You already knew you looked beautiful. Makeup popping, outfit slaying, drink is hitting. I mean, you are just ready to motherfucking roll. I'm so excited for you. You're going to have so much fun. Remember, no steaks, no, per- and I don't mean meat. I mean, no, anyway, you know what I'm trying to say. There, it's a low stake moment. No pressure, just fucking fun. Okay. How lucky whoever is meeting you tonight because they get to hang out with you for a few hours. Lucky them. Am I right? You know I'm right. Let's get that bag packed up. Put a little gum in there. You never know. Make sure you bring a little gloss, a little perfume if you're a gloss kind of bitch. I mean, you're just, you're glowing. You're glowing. I can't wait for you to have so much fun tonight. He's a lucky man or woman or non-binary queen. Go have fun. It's just drinks or whatever it is that you're doing. Insert here. No pressure. Let's go have some fun. Okay, that was a little bit weird to pep talk someone when I, I feel like I can pep talk someone when I know who I'm pep talking or when they're like, you know, in front of me or on the phone, but I just wanted to give you a little, a little something, okay? And the only thing I want you to think about after the date is just, how do you feel? Truly, that's it. How do you feel? I just want you to be curious about that, sit on that, let that marinate, and that's it. I want to do a follow-up of this of like when you actually start to go on consecutive dates with someone or maybe two people, maybe three. I don't know what kind of rosters we have going on over here. I think people call that dating, right? So we can outline that because I know that is a whole other, whole other playing field. But I just wanted to give you some reminders for a first date because dating is fun and I want you to have fun. If I'm not having fun, I don't want to be here anymore, you know? So hopefully this was helpful. Let me know if it was. Let me know if you've been on any great or funny or maybe not so great first dates. That would be fun to like put in an episode. That would be fun. I've definitely had, you know what? I don't think I've had like horrible dates. I've never had a horrible date. Yeah, I can't think of that. I can't think of like a date where I'm like, oh, oh, wait, actually. Yeah, I have one that's funny. Okay, anyway, that's it for today's episode. I was going to say short and sweet, but since I decided to give you guys a story time, that took up like 20 minutes, so it's definitely not short and sweet, but I hope you enjoyed. We'll be back next week with a guest. I can't wait. Until then, have a beautiful weekend. Tag me when you listen, please. If you haven't rated the podcast, I hate to ask you, but five stars only. Thank you so much. If it's not five stars, you don't have to do it. Um, Have a beautiful weekend. Be nice to yourself, and I'll see you guys next week. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.